and stay. And so, sure, we go two bells on Optimism Wednesday, not just uh, two bell Tuesday. We're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and why we should have optimism for these these final nine games of the regular season. Could still be a postseason. It's unlikely, but it's Optimism Wednesday, and so we're giving that some thought. We're pondering the hope that there might be meaningful football in the month of January. I don't think that that's unreasonable. We're going to talk a little bit about the Indiana Pacers. We'll talk a little bit about IU. Butler got a win last night. Yeah, it was against Davenport. I assume they're from Davenport, Iowa. I don't know. It was an exhibition. Seamus Lukosius played well. Chuck Harris played well. Eric Hunter Jr. played well. Reasons for optimism for the Butler Bulldogs. Indiana tomorrow night. Reasons for uh, significant reasons for optimism for IU. Pacers, they don't play again until Friday. Reasons for optimism for the Pacers, including hopefully a trade that sends Miles Turner somewhere else. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, November 3rd, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR, BUSR.com slash Kent. Sign up. Your initial deposit will be matched by the great people at BUSR at 150% of that deposit up to $2,500. How about that? Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell if you want an alert every time we go live. And if you want to make a donation, that's fine. Uh, Ask a question. Make a comment. Whatever you want. All donations and the, the comments are shared among all of us. Let's talk about sports, shall we? Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Today, November 2nd, when I say the 3rd, could have, I think it's November 2nd. I may have said the 3rd. That's optimistic. The tomorrow will come. That's a form of optimism. Sure. Hey, the Colts. You know, there's a terrific film uh, with Jeff Bridges and Colin Farrell called Crazy Heart. And in it, there's a song. A a character, Bad Blake, writes and records a song. It's a hit song, uh, Fallen and Flying. And there's a lyric in it. The chorus is funny how uh, Fallen seems like flying just for a little while. I think we're in the midst of one of those with the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know whether that's an optimistic message. I guess that it's optimistic when you fall to think you're never going to hit the ground. That's a form of optimism. Maybe that's where we're at with the Colts. We're like, hey, this is fun. We got nine games left. We got a new quarterback in Sam Ellinger. Naheem Hines is no longer a guy we're going to complain about in terms of the offensive scheme. Marcus Brady, the offensive coordinator, He gone. All right. That can't hurt. The offense sucked. Can it help? 
That's a discussion for another day because this is Optimism Wednesday. And on Optimism Wednesday, we think nothing but positive thoughts. So Marcus Brady, maybe the optimism for him is that he goes on to enjoy his professional opportunities somewhere else and that Naheem Hines goes to a team in the Buffalo Bills that's got a serious shot at getting to a Super Bowl. So this is not necessarily a bad thing for Naheem Hines. Is it good for the Colts? Zach Moss coming over from Buffalo. Maybe a fresh start for Zach Moss is going to be just the tonic he needs to get going. He was averaging five over five yards a carry this year in Buffalo. Yes, only 17 carries to this point in the season. However, it's Optimism Wednesday. Maybe he can come over to the Colts and do what Naheem Hines was doing on some level. Is he a better blocker? I think he's a better pass blocker, at least according to Pro Football Focus. Okay, other reasons for optimism. Look, I, I got to tell you, as an aside, I really don't get the firing of Marcus Brady. Smart guy yesterday said, holy cow, you know, Frank Reich is the offensive coordinator. Why are you firing the clerk? Like, what, what were Marcus Brady's real responsibility for this team offensively? Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator. I don't know what Marcus Brady did, but he's gone. Provides a little bit of cover. I mean, you know, if dominoes fall, Marcus is going to fall before Frank Reich, I suppose. All right, back to optimism on this Wednesday morning. Um, the Patriots this week, they're only 4-4, four and four, and they're 1-2 at home. In Foxborough, they are not playing great football. We know what the deal is, right? Their quarterback position is kind of in flux, similar to what the Colts are. These are not entirely dissimilar teams. Colts 3-4-1, four, and one. Patriots 4-4, four, and four, both underachieving at a level. Bailey Zappi is the guy in Foxborough where people are like, go Bailey, we want Bailey, Bailey Zappi, pa 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 Here, it's Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, I don't think anybody cheers that, but that's the way these two teams are operating. Nobody wants Mac Jones back as the quarterback of the Patriots. And nobody wants Matt Ryan back as the quarterback of the Colts. All right, we'll see how this one works out. Uh, Naheem Hines, back to Naheem Hines for a minute, never 500 yards receiving nor 400 yards rushing. Every single year, it's like, man, they got to use Naheem Hines more. You got to get Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor on the field at the same time. At the very least, we have one less thing to complain about this morning than we did yesterday morning. And the highlight that they keep showing on ESPN is the touchdown from last Sunday, which was Naheem Hines running behind Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, gee whiz, when are you going to learn, Frankie, baby? You know, you put Taylor and Hines on the field at the same time and good stuff happens, but you do it like once a blue moon. Jeez. Maybe that was Marcus Brady. Maybe, maybe Marcus Brady, that was his line in the sand. He'd bang his fist on the table and say, we cannot put these two guys on the field together. It's unfair. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why Marcus Brady and Naheem Hines are gone. They were tired of having those meetings and having Marcus Brady upset by the fact that those two players were used simultaneously so seldom. Maybe. Quiddy Pay could be back. 
Ooh, Pay got to be back, right? Because Taekwondo Lewis is now on IR. So you need a defensive end. You need an edge guy who can who can do some good things. And before Pay got injured, and I think it was a high ankle, I think we can all like put to rest any rumor about whatever that injury was. He was really good. He was having a hell of a season. And I know people get a little bit down on Pay because he doesn't get to the quarterback at the level that people would like, but his run defense and his pass defense were really, really pretty good throughout this season. I don't think we want Dio Odangbo hanging out there as the starting left defensive end. I don't think we want that with, N- with Ngakwe on the other side. I just don't think so. So hopefully uh, he's back. Quitty pay. And you know what? Um, I want to see Jonathan Taylor run the football a lot. He had better be ready to go on Sunday because Naheem Hines is no longer here and Zach Moss doesn't know his way around Indianapolis, much less the Indianapolis Colts offensive playbook. That could be a problem. So you got Deion Jackson, right? You got Lindsey, Philip Lindsey, and you got Jonathan Taylor. I'm much more comfortable with Jonathan Taylor than either of the other two, although in the one game where Taylor and Hines were down, that offense ran pretty well. So maybe that's another reason for optimism, legitimate optimism. The Patriots, 23rd in passing yards per game, 19th in defensive uh, yards per game. They're not too good on defense, and they're not too good throwing the football. The Colts are one of eight teams holding opponents to under 200 yards passing a game and 20 points per game, under 20 points per game. That is a good thing. That defense is balling a little bit despite how they looked Sunday in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, the Colts are also, uh, does Baltimore want the team back? <laughs> Trade deadline was yesterday. Can no longer swap the Colts for the Ravens, unfortunately. Ravens made a trade yesterday, or uh, within the last couple of days. Roquan Smith going out to the Ravens, passed his physicals. So a second and a fifth confer to the Bears. The Bears kind of doing what Colts fans, some Colts fans would like to see the Colts do. And that's deal the uh, valuable players at kind of low leverage positions for guys like Chase Claypool, who is a weapon at a high leverage position. He coming over from the Steelers to the Bears. Colts fans would like to see some of that action. Um, We'll see what happens on Sunday, 1 o'clock, CBS 4. Colts take on the Patriots. The Patriots, five and a half point favorites on Sunday. If you are uh, looking for a little bit of action, Go to busr.com slash Kent. Your initial deposit, like I said, they match you 150% with free play, up to $2,500. Pacers are off till Friday. Love the way the Pacers have looked, minus Miles Turner. What is Miles Turner doing on Adrian Wojnarowski's podcast calling for a trade to a specific team? That's like uh, reverse tampering right? What kind of an idiot does that kind of thing? It lessens his value, and it turns an entire fan base against you. What are you doing? Uh, IU, tomorrow night, they got St. Francis in their final exhibition. That game is on BTN Plus. uh, Moorhead State, Monday, 7 o'clock, that game also on BTN Plus. So, 
for the one payment of $9.95, you get all of those uh, events. There are no more games on BTN+, Plus, uh, which is good. Optimism Wednesday, that's what we do. Uh, Hoosier Films, goodness sake. Uh, and legit reasons to be optimistic about the Indiana Hoosiers. Trace Jackson Davis, hopefully back for the exhibition. I'd like to see Tamar Bates also see what Tamar Bates can bring to this party. Uh, Tamar Bates and Jalen hood Shafino, and hopefully Jordan Geronimo. The switch has got to flip. Not just energy. Play with intellect, my man. Uh, Butler, last night they beat Davenport 91-55. Eric Hutter Jr., the transfer from Purdue. The Indianapolis Tinley Prep graduate. He had 10 points. Uh, Simas Lukosius, 15 points. Chuck Harris, 22-8 and eight last night. New Orleans on Monday. That is the opener for the Butler Bulldogs. And Kyle Schwarber hit a bomb last night. One of five for the Phillies. As the Phillies won game three of the World Series 7-0. Kyle Schwarber, for $10 bucks, the Colts or the Cubs could have held on to Kyle Schwarber. They didn't do it. They just let him go. And I know during the regular season, Kyle Schwarber hits like 210, 220, and strikes out a gob. But he hits home runs. He's exciting. He's fun. He's got personality. Why the Chicago Cubs wouldn't invest a little bit of money in holding on to this guy, I have no idea. He makes the turnstiles spin. He led the National League in home runs. He's got four this preseason. He is a big game bob. That's what Kyle Schwarber is. Uh, colossal game Kyle. How about that? Let's celebrate some birthdays on this beautiful Wednesday in central Indiana. Uh, David Smith and Tom Spaulding celebrating a birthday. That's it. On an Optimism Wednesday, only two Facebook friends celebrating a birthday. This is an outrage. Colts coming up. Hey, want to tell you a Jonathan Taylor autographed jersey we're going to give away next week. Cannot wait. So subscribe. Subscribe today. Subscribe often, like even more often. Of course, you can only subscribe once. I'm being optimistic about your, your ability to subscribe more often than that. This afternoon, Inside Indiana Sports Now, God knows what's going to happen out on West 56th Street today. Wow, it's been a tremendous week of crazy news. A week ago Monday, we find out that Matt Ryan was down, Sam Ellinger was up. Yesterday, we find out first that Marcus Brady is out as the offensive coordinator. Then later, right before the deadline, the Colts agreed to trade Naheem Hines to the Buffalo Bills for Zach Moss and a sixth-round conditional pick, which could move to a fifth-round pick if Naheem Hines hits some standards in, uh, in his statistics for the rest of the season for the Buffalo Bills. We will talk to you later today. I cannot wait. Can't wait to share with you what's going to happen.